0: Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennec. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. Tech Guide. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated, this is the Tech Guide Podcast. Mowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech Guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennec. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. This is Tech Guide, episode 202, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news, views and reviews. Hello and welcome, everyone, and first-time listeners, welcome aboard. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of the website techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the leg rope that can repel sharks, how you can watch English Premier League for free, And we take a look behind the scenes at the Intel Drone 100 before they take flight over Sydney. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a look at the tracker that will never let you lose a thing. Samsung i have got two new fitness wearables, and we'll also check out the mid-range HTC Desire 825 smartphone. And we'll finish it off as we usually do with the Tech Guide help desk, and it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products, and Norton, the company to help keep you, your family, and your devices safe online. Plenty to get through. Let's jump straight in. Our first topic for this week's podcast is actually, unfortunately, it's a very timely subject. Uh, Just over the weekend, uh, a young man in Western Australia was attacked by a shark in the surf. Uh, He was pulled out of the... he'd lost a leg in the attack. But unfortunately, he lost his life. Uh, he 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 died. I, I think the next day, and it it once again reminded us about the dangers that that surfers face, swimmers face, uh, here in Australia uh, from sharks. And, and sharks are unpredictable creatures. Uh, you, you you just don't know wh- whether a shark's going to be inquisitive, uh, predatory. You just don't know. And a, a, any surfer, any surfer listening to this right now knows that. You, it's just something that you obviously don't think about too much, but there is something in the back of your mind to, to suggest, well, yeah, it's, it's like it's struck by lightning. There is a chance it may happen to you. Well, there's a new product that's just been released called the Modem Shark Leash, and that's modem spelled M-O-D-O-M. The Shark Leash. Now, this is an Australian product that's been created in collaboration with a US-based brand called Shark Bands, and that's Shark, B-A-N-Z, Shark Bands. Now, what this device is, it's basically a leash for your surfboard, a leg rope for your surfboard that uses electromagnetic technology. Now, what it does, it creates, when the surfer wears the device, obviously around their leg, it creates an electromagnetic field around the person. And this field is so strong that it actually irritates the shark's electrical sense. And the company says "Will it will reduce the risk of attack and repel any kind of inquisitive shark. Now, the product doesn't use batteries. It doesn't require charging and won't lose its power over time. So if you have this for several years, it won't lose... It's electromagnetic field. The reason it does that is that on board, it uses very powerful magnets, powerful magnetic technology that is so strong, so powerful, that it can actually damage electrical devices or magnetic medical devices if it's, uh, if it's not transported in, in its protective box that comes with it. So the magnetic component is so strong, that's what creates that electromagnetic field, so the, the component of the leash is actually around the strap that attach, attaches to the Velcro cuff that goes around the surfer's ankle. And uh, the, the leg rope is interchangeable if, if the leash is a standard 7mm cord that, that attaches the cuff to the surfer's leg. And uh, this has been tested. There has been some some thorough testing, even worn by some of the world's greatest surfers, Taj Burrow, Alana Blanchard, and Mark Matthews have have used this in the surf. So it creating this electromagnetic field uh, does disrupt the shark's electrical sense. Sharks have a very powerful electric sense, and the technology that's been developed has, is designed to cause discomfort, this uncomfortable sensation that will turn away a shark. So any, any kind of irritation, they're obviously not going to approach any closer. They're going to get further away from you. So that that's certainly gives uh, peace of mind. And you, you, you can see I've posted a video of the, the shark leash, which does show the testing. They do strap the, the leash to uh, a leg-shaped object under the water. And uh sharks don't go anywhere near it the the then they test it again without the leash and sharks are all, all over it. So this is something that will give surfers a bit of peace of mind. but when you when, when I was reading uh, as I wrote the story about this for tech guide, I was reading a little bit more about it. The company says that look it, it's been tested on predatory shark species and we're talking you know bull sharks, tiger sharks, and those types of things but the company says, and here's the biggest disclaimer of all: the company says that nothing, not this, not even this uh, modem shark leash, nothing can stop a great white shark in attack mode. Uh, great white, uh, unlike other sharks, including bull sharks and tiger sharks, which are predatory, but but they're not as not as as potent as the great white shark. What a great white does is that it attacks. Uh, as an ambush predator, they call it. So it, it spots its prey from a fair distance and just from a long distance and at high speed, just attacks uh, and and ambushes the, it, its prey. So if that's if a great white's got you in its sights, this leash isn't going to do anything. But it could deter great whites. If they're just swimming casually through the lineup, if you're out there in the in the out the back with the rest of your surfing buddies, if there's a great white out there just surf just swimming casually around, this is will still work. It will still repel it. But uh, they've said that uh, in attack mode. Uh, look, who's got it? what? Hope has any of us got if a great white has us in its sights and it's in attack mode. But that being said. This, this the shark leash uh, has been thoroughly tested, has been has known to work, known to repel sharks, and would certainly give surfers that peace of mind that they were they've been missing. And as I said, it is a timely timely product to be announced uh, following the events of the over the weekend in Western Australia where that young man lost his life. The modem Shark Leash, you can read all about it and also view our video, the video from the company explaining the product and showing that testing. You can check it all out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide, this is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Now, I know that a lot of my listeners and readers on Tech Guide are big soccer fans, uh, huge English Premier League fans, EPL for short. And there is a new season coming up in August and the 2016-2017 season. But this year, there's a difference here in Australia. And uh, I'm talking about the rights holders, uh, no longer a pay TV channel. It's actually Optus. a Telco actually holds the rights to the English Premier League. And I can remember when, when this was announced, I thought it was a very, very gutsy move, a ballsy move by Optus to... To go ahead and, and pay top dollar to win the rights to the broadcast rights to the English Premier League, and and immediately, oh, my thoughts were, well, how the hell can a telco broadcast the English Premier League? Well, they've, uh, they've outlined it, and you obviously need to be. And here here is Optus's motive from day one for for this whole operation is growing their customer base you have to be an Optus customer. If you are an Optus customer, you can watch the new English Premier League season for free. And it it starts by you signing up as either a mobile customer, a post-paid mobile customer, SIM-only mobile customer, or mobile broadband or home broadband customer. So in some way, you need to be an Optus customer. If you are if you are an existing Optus customer, you can still sign up for to watch this, the 2016-2017 EPL season. If you have an eligible service and you can check that out, I've got a little link on my story on tech guide. So if you're a, already, say, a home broadband user or a postpaid mobile phone user, uh, maybe a subscriber to Fetch TV on top of your home phone, things like that, you'll be able to access this service. So how do you watch it? Optus customers can do it in, in a number of ways, whether you are viewing on your mobile devices, so you can do that through through an app. You can also watch it through Fetch TV, which is a little box that connects to your TV and then is connected to your Optus Home Broadband Service. And you can also watch through your computer through a dedicated Premier League website. And customers can register up to four devices on the service and also stream one-on-one mobile device while they're watching simultaneously on Yes TV by Fetch. So say you're at home watching Yes TV and someone else is in the house or on the, your account uh, looking, at, wanting to watch a game on, uh, on their mobile or the tablet, they can still do that. Now, the, the service, uh, which is all driven through the app on your mobile device, lets you watch live matches, uh, on demand matches so so matches so if you miss a game you can go back and just watch it on demand. Uh, and all, all teams are covered, all matches. Uh, you can watch every match, every team live, watch on demand. You can even watch highlight packages. So if you're a true EPL fan and you don't want to miss out, anyone who's got Foxtel, uh, you can't watch live EPL anymore on Foxtel because the, the rights have moved over to Optus now. So there are a lot of people that uh, have subscribed to Foxtel just for that very reason are going to be finding themselves thinking of another solution here and that, well, that solution is to become an Optus customer if they already, if they aren't one already. The free EPL offer by Optus, Uh, the subscription offer ends on July 31. So you really need to get your boots on, as I say in my story on Tech Guide. And if you need any more details about that, if you you are a soccer fan or or should I say football fan, if you're a true fan of the sport, you call it football, not soccer. I've learnt that the hard way. And if you want to read more about that, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Well, in Sydney this week and I'm recording this on a Monday, so you can uh, the the later this week we're going to see the Intel drone 100 flying above the Sydney Harbour as part of the Vivid Festival here in Sydney. And the drone 100, which is backed by Intel, are going to take their first public flight and first flight over water on the 8th of June, which is this week, and they'll be performing every night at 7.55pm up until the 12th of June. So if you are in Sydney, get down to the harbour. They are going to take off from a barge between the Sydney Opera House and Mrs Macquarie's Chair. The barge is in an area of the harbour called Farm Cove. And uh, I actually had a chance to do a little bit of a behind-the-scenes video we had an exclusive sneak peek at uh, at, at the whole operation, so I uh, caught a little uh, caught a little water taxi out to the barge that was positioned in the middle of the harbour there in Farm Cove while the testing was happening. So Intel representatives were there. Why Intel? Intel actually has a UAV section of the company, so that's unmanned aerial vehicle, that's short for. And they actually have a division that is looking at drone development. So this is an example of a showcase, if you like, of the technology that Intel employs to control 100 drones at the same time. The first time they did this, this isn't the, the first time this is, they've attempted this. The first time was like a test run over Hamburg back in November. November 2015, and at the time, it set a world record for the most number of uh, UAVs flown at the same time. Now, each of the drones has a light on the base, and they can illuminate the night sky. They're also choreographed to, to work in sync. They could even create different patterns. They, it can even create the Intel logo. It is. A, it will be a sight to behold. I, I did have uh, this opportunity to check it out, and I saw them testing. They were taking the drones were taking off from the barge, testing out the wind speeds. Seeing the limits of the technology because if it gets, if the wind speeds are too high, the whole thing's called off. It is weather permitting for this performance to take place. Best place to check if it is still going on is the Intel Facebook page, which I've linked from my story on Tech Guide. But we put together a little video. Uh, look behind the scenes. We spoke to Natalie Chung, who's the uh, who who is, works for Intel. She's actually part of their drone division over at Intel, and she was in Sydney and uh, she was there in as as the the team was preparing for this flight. It will be an amazing sight. This is going to take place seven fifty five each of those nights eighth. 9th, 10th, 11th and 12th of June and you can check out the Intel Facebook page to make sure the performance for each night is still on. But it, it is a way for Intel to showcase their technology but also to look at the, the the ways drones are being used, the way we look at drones and develop ways, other ways drones can be used. And by that I mean things like Infrastructure inspection, like repairs of, of tall structures and like bridges and towers, bushfire management, search and rescue, including uh, shark patrols even at some beaches, fast deliveries of um, of medicines, medical equipment in emergencies, crop inspection. Uh, pest uh, inspections of pests and irrigation, uh, those sorts of things where a drone could be really put to use. So Intel's Drone 100 is just a way for them to show that they are deeply involved in the, in the whole development of UAVs and want to be a part there. They want to make their technology a part of it moving forward. If you want to check out our story and that video, you can check it all out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. And we store a lot of valuable stuff on our computers. You think about it, family photos, our videos, important work and even tax documents. But what would you do if all of a sudden they were all gone? They were encrypted and impossible to retrieve. Well, this is a reality. It's called ransomware, and this is malware that locks you out of your own files and then demands that you pay up or lose access to them forever. Unfortunately, it's on the rise here in Australia. In fact, Australia is now the most targeted country for ransomware attacks in the Southern Hemisphere. Norton Security Premium is a powerful internet security solution that can help keep you safe from ransomware by identifying and warning you against dodgy files before you click and backing up your files from your PC to the cloud. So you'll always have a copy if anything goes awry. To learn more about how to protect your online life, visit au.norton.com. Tech Guide. Now, a tech guide review with Stephen Fennett. Tech Guide. Okay, our first review is uh, of a, a tiny product. It's called the Mint Tracker. That's uh, M Y N T. Now, this is what they call a smart button. This is a tracker that it's actually the world's thinnest smart button, I should add. It's 5.5 centimetres long and only 3.5 millimetres thick. And what it basically allows you to do is to track your items, your children, your pets, anything that you need to find and sometimes can't find, you, you sometimes lose them, misplace them. This is a device that can be attached to it So And thin enough to be contained, for example, you can slip it inside your wallet, in your child's clothing, on your pet's collar. Uh, You can attach it to the TV remote control, on your laptop. Any item that you want to be able to keep track of and be reminded about if you happen to leave it behind. So what it does, it pairs to your device via Bluetooth. You then name that tracker. So, for example, say I've got one in my wallet. I'll name that one Wallet so that if, we, if we're ever separated by the distance of Bluetooth, so once it breaks the Bluetooth pairing distance, I'll get a notification on my Android or iPhone, Android smartphone or iPhone, and it will say, you've left your wallet behind. So I may have walked out of a restaurant or a cafe, I may have left my keys behind or my wallet, anything that's got the Mint Tracker attached to it, if you leave it behind, you will get a notification and a reminder to go back and get it. So if you're one of those forgetful types, then the Mint Tracker is for you. They're only 25 bucks each. You can buy them from simtechtech.com. I do have a link on my review, my story on Tech Guide. But it is a great way for you to keep track of things. And I mentioned kids earlier. This this is an item that you can actually place into your kids' clothing, uh, in their pocket, wherever it happens to be. And if your child happens to wander off as as is as sometimes occasionally, on occasion that does happen. If you're in a busy shopping center, you may be at the Easter show wherever any busy places, your child happens to wander off, you'll get an alert to say, whoops, they've just broken, they've just moved away from you. Uh, and you, you can then make sure that they're back closer to you uh, once you get that notification. Same thing applies for pets. So you may program, uh, you may set it so that your pets, if they leave the property, they're a certain distance away from you, you'll get an alert as well. So that nothing will wander off, nothing will be left behind, and you'll be able to remember to retrieve it. Well, how many times have you walked out of a restaurant, maybe left your your wallet or your your keys or something behind? You may attach this maybe to your handbag so that you'll be notified immediately if uh, if if it does if it is taken away from you. Uh, so a great way to keep a virtual eye on all your things, make sure you don't lose things, make sure you don't leave it behind. It also works, it's bi-directional as well. So if you, uh, your smartphone, you may have lost your smartphone in your house, find one of these trackers, press the button on board, and it'll make your phone ring as well. So it does work both ways. It does help you find things. A great way, I mentioned the TV remote control is a good one to attach the Mint tracker to. How many times have you misplaced the TV remote? Uh, if you do put a Mint Tracker on board, you'll be able to uh, find it pretty easily. The Mint Tracker, 25 bucks each, cheap enough for you to buy two or three or four, whatever you think, however many you need. If you want to read more about it, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. Well, Samsung have announced new fitness wearables, two of them, as a matter of fact, the, uh, the Gear Fit 2 and the Gear Icon X. Now, both of these are fitness products that can track all of our all of our activities, uh, as well as, uh, on the, in the case of the Gear Fit 2, it's got embedded GPS and also a heart rate monitor. Uh, It will give you all that information on the device's screen. The Gear Fit 2 has a super AMOLED screen, a 1.5-inch super AMOLED screen, touchscreen. So you can easily check out your, your your progress throughout the day, your heart rate, and all those informations, notifications from your smartphone, things like that. And it does have GPS and a heart rate monitor built in. So it can track users, and you don't even need to tell it what you're doing. It will automatically detect the kind of activity that you're up to. Uh, It'll work closely then with Samsung's S Health app, so you can keep track of your progress to uh, hopefully reach your fitness goals and also challenge your friends. So the Gear Fit 2, that's an activity bracelet. Pretty slim, sleek design. Can be worn all day and all night. That'll be available from, from this week, so keep an eye out for that. Pricing they haven't announced yet. I'm hoping to have something on Tech Guide shortly, a review that will also come with that for complete pricing as well. But the second product is a really interesting one as well. It's the Gear Icon X. Now, these are cordless earbuds. So imagine earphones, but without any cables. Each of these little earbuds fits comfortably inside your ear, no cables required. They're activated simply by putting them inside your ears. So the earbuds can not only, of course, provide your music, but also track your distance, your speed, your calories burned. There are some contacts on the back of the Gear Icon X as well that that, uh, touch the, the skin inside your ear, and it can, from that contact, can work out, and the blood flow in your ear, it can work out your heart rate. So it's it attaches to your mobile device via Bluetooth. There's four gig on board as well, four gig memory. So that's room enough for a thousand songs. So you can run with this. It's tracking everything that you need and listen to your music without even taking your phone. I think that's pretty handy. The Gear Fit Two uh, that'll be that's available as I said from this week. The Gear Icon X will be released in Q3. So that's from July onwards. Pricing for that hasn't been released either. There will be some color choices as well. I think there's a black, white, and blue version of the, the Gear Icon X, and the Gear Fit 2 will also be available in different colors, I like think black, blue, white, uh, and there may be some others. The Sams, This is this is obviously a growing area if Samsung are right involved in this area. They've got a lot of other wearables like their Gear S2 smartwatches, but the Gear Fit 2 and the Gear Icon X Uh, two more smart wearables that Samsung will be releasing that will obviously work with their Samsung devices. And I suspect as well that there may even be an iOS app you may be able to download as well if you wanted uh, to use this with an iPhone. That is not confirmed. I'm waiting to get the products in my hands to do a more thorough review. But for now, you know they're coming. You know what they can do. Pricing is yet to be announced, but they're going to be here really soon. If you want to take a closer look at those devices, you can check it out at our website, techguide.com.au. Now, when people are looking for a smartphone, not everyone can afford the latest iPhone or the latest Galaxy S7. The bulk of the market is actually around the mid-range. The mid-level smartphones are what most people are using. mid Entry to mid-level phones make up more of the market than the top end of town. So with that in mind, HTC have released the Desire 825. Now, this is a mid-level phone. There's a lot of companies out there who price their phones as premium devices when they're never going to compete against the iPhones and Samsungs of the world. But I think that some companies inherently have this fear that if they price their devices lower, there's going to be this perception from customers that they're inferior products. Now, I I always wonder about this uh, whenever I see a new device that I think is a little bit overpriced. I won't name the examples here, but uh, I have written in my reviews where they can be a little bit cheaper than the price they've been offered for. So I think companies are a little bit gun shy when it comes to lowering their prices to make them accessible to this mid-range and very popular group of people. This mid-range customers uh, outnumber the high-end customers. So it always baffles me why companies decide to price their devices over thousand bucks or eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, whereas they can compete probably a lot better. If they price them a little bit cheaper, and with this, the HCC Desire 825, which is unashamedly called itself a mid-range phone, it's still 549 bucks, which is still half the price of more than half, uh, less than half the price of an iPhone uh, or a Samsung device. But this device, though, still has plenty of interesting features on board, including a 5.5 inch screen. And it's only got a 1280 by 720 resolution, so it's you're not going to get a Retina type display or a Super AMOLED display like you might find on a Galaxy phone. But still, decent size screen, 5.5 inches. That's the same as the six plus, uh, the six and it's also got uh, 267 PPI pixels per inch. So screen is decent, screen's sharp enough. And again, one of the reasons why it's at a lower price is that it has a slightly lower resolution. It still has a 13-megapixel main camera, 5-megapixel front camera, and that front camera actually can be activated without touching the device. It's got auto mode and voice mode, so it's also voice activated as well. And if you really want to go to town on your selfies, there's a live makeup mode, so it can give your skin uh, plenty of touch-ups, and, and so your, the result is a flawless image of your glorious selfie but really impressive for a, uh, this is impressive for a high range phone a top range phone top level phone rather than a mid range phone is the high res audio htc boom sound is on board with 24 bit high res audio certification with Dolby on board as well. Now, audio playback with high-res is 256 times more detailed than a lot of other smartphones and four times the quality of CDs. So if you're really into your music, and let's face it, most people carry their music on their smartphones nowadays, stream their music from smartphones, then the Desire 825 can give you that high-res audio output to give your music a lot uh, richer, clearer sound. There's also the uh, on on board is the sensor hub, and that uh, that that turns the, the the smartphone into a bit of an activity tracker. So and that that will sort of do stuff like count your steps and activities and things like that, and will work with uh, that information can be can be piped into apps like Runkeeper, Runtastic, Endomodo as well. The device has a pretty slick design. It's it has contrasting colour. So inside the grill, the power buttons uh, are a different colour to give that n- a nice bit of contrast. So for for the money, I think you're getting a, a decent sized device, five and a half inch screen that it looks pretty slick with a lot of impressive features. That high-res audio, that's a really attractive feature to me. And it's all priced at just 549 bucks. And have a guess where you can buy it, JB Hi-Fi. Selling it right now. The HTC Desire 825, 549 bucks. If you want to check out what it looks like, you know where to go, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And if you want to get the fastest speeds available, then you need Netgear's new Nighthawk X8 AC 5300 Smart Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi router. With speeds up to 5.3 gigabits per second and tri-band Wi-Fi, you can deliver more Wi-Fi to more devices in your home. The Netgear Nighthawk X8 has four external active antennas plus four internal antennas which amplify Wi-Fi range. You can see the active antennas have a cool blue light Around each antenna, so it helps you increase that range. Smart Connect intelligently selects the fastest Wi Fi band for every device on your network, and with ready cloud USB access, you can secure personal access to a USB storage device from anywhere. Nighthawk X8, it's the next wave in Wi Fi, so get on board. Learn more at netgear.com.au. Answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk today, we're going to talk about the PlayStation 4. Now, anyone who owns a PlayStation 4 will be very pleased to know that there is a handy little feature called PS4 Remote Play. Now, here's the scenario. Imagine this, you've got your PS4 set up next to your TV, and someone else is already there watching television. Might be your partner, might be your friend, might be your housemate. They're already watching TV right where your PlayStation 4 is connected. Well, don't despair, because with PS4 Remote Play, it allows you to play and control your system from your computer. So whether you're using Windows PC or a Mac Mac, you can download the PS4 Remote Play app to your device, to your computer. And then it's a matter of following some very simple steps. So you run the installation file. you On your PS4, of course, you need to enable Remote Play. So in your settings, you select uh, Remote Play, you enable it, and then you activate the system and then put it into REST mode. And then off you go, launch the PS4 Remote Play on your computer, click Start, and you connect your controller to your computer with the with a USB cable and you can then not only play the game but also control the game with the PS4's very own remote control so it's streaming that from wherever it's positioned in your home over your wireless network to your computer and you're playing your game so no need to miss out if you do want to play want to play your PS4 either Get in front of the TV first, or if not, you can then choose remote play and play it on your on your Mac, on your PC. I think there is on Sony devices, the Sony Xperia smartphones, it allows you to play it on those devices as well. So if you're a Sony Xperia smartphone user, That's another option for you to play your PS4, so you'll never have to miss out. We've uh, written a little story on how to to do that, how to set that up in your home, and you can follow all those instructions at techguide.com.au. And that is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about, of course, at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from all our listeners. You can email us at info at techguide.com.au dot au we want to send a special shout out to our sponsors netgear the brand you can trust for all your wi-fi needs and also our friends at norton the company that can help keep you your family and your devices safe online thanks for listening it's been a joy having you with us once again and we're already looking forward to you joining us again next week for episode 203 so until then though stay safe and stay connected